I'm a regular viewer of CNBC and I see them come on, you know, the pundits and constantly telling me that big tech is dead, that they've gotten too big, too cumbersome, and that's not going to, they're not going to give you the growth that they have in the past. And then I see that uh, Microsoft comes and brings ChatGPT to me and is going to make it a part of their new search engine. And then uh, Eric, my avatar, brings me up and tells me that Apple is making a new move into healthcare. And I remember that Tim Cook told me back in January of 2019 that Apple's biggest contribution to the world would be in healthcare. And I said, who's right? And I think from my own point of view, who has the data? Who has the money? Who has the talent? Who ha- who spends every day thinking about what is the future going to look like and how can we be a big player in it? And that's big tech. And that's why I'm buying Apple. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. That's right. I have an avatar. His name is Eric. I ask him to search the internet and use ChatGPT to give me ideas of what's going to happen in the future. And Eric uh, rang me up and told me that Apple is creating a, a part of their watch. They're going to alter their watch so it monitors glucose. And glucose is what people who have diabetes, um, they have to monitor to, to, to as I understand, it to measure their blood sugar levels and so that they don't freak out or, or or whatever die and then eric tells me there's 357 million people worldwide that have um that that have diabetes and this is going to be a a a, a change in their lives and this is going to be a total new market for for apple and and their their smartwatch rather than me go into it let me let me share with you what Eric let me know, and uh, you may, you draw your conclusions, and then we'll talk about it. This is Eric. This is my avatar. This is the guy who searches the internet for me to tell me what I should be considering investing in. Here's Eric. Here's my latest finding on Apple. Get ready for some fantastic news. Apple, a technology giant, has just made a major breakthrough with its wearable smartwatch technology. With the help of rapid progress in the field of artificial intelligence, A, Apple has developed an innovative method to monitor blood glucose levels in real time, without the need to prick the skin and take a blood sample. This is a game-changer for millions of people around the world who suffer from diabetes. It's estimated that around 537 million adults have diabetes globally, and about 1 in 10 Americans have diabetes. Currently, patients have to prick themselves with a needle to get a blood sample every time they need to monitor their blood sugar, which is a tedious and painful process. But Apple may have a solution with its new E5 technology. E5 allows patients to track their blood glucose levels simply with the Apple Watch. This involves using a process called optical absorption spectroscopy, where lasers are transmitted from the watch into the wearer's wrist. AI-powered sensors on the watch then determine glucose concentration levels based on the light that's reflected back to them. With this approach, patients can get blood sugar alerts right away, and if their levels get low, the Apple Watch can prompt them to take a specified amount of insulin. This is a remarkable breakthrough for both the Apple Watch and the medical industry. If Apple gets approval to implement this tech, it will be an incredible breakthrough for a large percentage of the world's population. It will also differentiate the Apple Watch even more from its competitors, and we should keep in mind that the Apple Watch is already the best-selling watch in history. 
Last year, Apple sold 53 million Apple Watches, and the company has a 34% market share in the smartwatch market. The Apple Watch is far larger than any traditional watch manufacturer, and this breakthrough will only increase its popularity. Apple will need to get FDA approval to implement its new non-invasive glucose sensing technology into its smartwatch, but doing so would be a major boon for diabetics everywhere. Accurate glucose readings could be shared in real-time with physicians to monitor health and affect better health outcomes. It's not hard to imagine that any diabetic with the means to purchase an Apple Watch would do so just to avoid the multiple pricks of the finger every day, and it's not a stretch to think that at least part of the purchase would be covered by insurance eventually. While we may not see this in the market this year, it's likely that this technology will be available sometime in 2024, presuming FDA approval. This is a remarkable breakthrough, and we can't wait to see the positive impact it will have on the lives of those living with diabetes. I've suggested that Carrie buy back into Apple. After looking at Carrie's trading view charts and using the training that I've received from Mark in the Platinum Swing trading course, I'm recommending that Carrie place an order at $140.75 which would represent one half of his desired position in Apple. Do you have anything to add, Carrie? That's a lot of information. Let me just run by what I know. First of all, I when when Eric told me about this, I said there is an, a device. It's called a, a Dexcon G6. And as I researched it, what I recognize is that's been around for a while. And what it is, is it's a device that you kind of attach to your belly. And um, it periodically kind of pokes a little needle into your belly. And you don't feel it. And it, it measures your glucose level. It's good for 10 days, as I understand it. And if, if your glucose level gets out of whack, it notifies you on your phone that you need to take some insulin. Now, it, it, it's got its drawbacks. Number one, you have to constantly be replacing it. Number two, it is pricking you. Um, and it, it's expensive, but then it's a covered by insurance. But as Eric explained to you what this Apple thing is going to do, it's going to use lasers on your, on your wrist, and it's going to shoot that laser in, and that will measure. So there's no pricking of anything. And it, it's not like every 10 days, you got to replace it, and it's not like you got to wear it on your body. Uh, it's on your watch. So I then said, "Well, what? How much is a watch?" And Apple watches run between three hundred and fifty and four hundred and thirty dollars. And as Eric explained, if this is effective, there's a good chance your insurance company is going to step in and say, hey, uh, in order to protect you and to protect us from you having an incident and we having to pay, we'll pay for part of that watch. Again, let's look at the numbers. 537 million people worldwide have uh, diabetes. Now, a lot of these people, I'm quite sure, uh, live in the jungles of Africa, and they probably aren't going to be wearing watches. But yet, this is a market that that uh, Apple is going into, and I think what what affects what uh, even tra causes me to be more excited is what else can they do? If they can measure my glucose, what else can they do? I have read incidents where a, a, I think it was a 19-year-old boy, all of a sudden his heart rate spiked up to 170,000 and stayed there, and uh, it notified his doctor, it notified an ambulance, and they came and got him, rushed him to the, um, to the emergency room and saved his life. That was because his watch, his Apple watch was monitoring it. So 
let me let me share with you again that that thing that really sparked me when Tim Cook in 2019 said the most important contribution that Apple will make to society will be healthcare. Watch this. On the healthcare in particular and and sort of your well-being, this is an area that I believe if you zoom out into the future and you look back and you ask the question, what was Apple's greatest contribution to mankind? It will be about health. So is the Apple Watch that important? Well, believe it or not, it's the most successful watch in the history of mankind. Uh, They have already sold 53 million of them. And yet this only represents roughly 5% of uh, of Apple's revenues, but it's one of the most profitable elements of Apple's business. And as it, I see here, it's on on the path to grow. Well, you're going to say, well, all, they already have 53 million sold. Yeah, but it doesn't have the sensor in it. So, it, and and again, that there are 33.6 million people in the United States who have diabetes. If I had diabetes, there would be no question. I actually own a Fitbit and 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 an Android phone. Now, if I had diet and I have reluctantly said I'm not going to change my my learning curve that I have to learn an Apple uh, phone, I've been an Android user forever. If I had diabetes and this was a way for me to have to to, to stop pricking my finger or to have to get rid of a device that pokes me in the belly, um, there's no question. I got no question. If, if if Apple comes out with something and says, it, we have on an Apple Watch that it'll tell you if you have cancer, I'm buying it. Uh, my mother died of cancer. My father died of cancer. My brother has had a bout with cancer. And my daughter died of cancer. I'm buying it. I, I mean, there's unless Google comes up and says, hey, we can do the same thing with your Fitbit, then uh, okay. But I just can't see that if it, that someone tells me, the pundits on, on um, CNBC and Squawk Box and whatever, telling me that uh, big tech is dead. Big tech is people. These people have all the data in the world, and it's the data in the world that's going to drive us. That's like telling me that um, that Exxon it, it will not survive. Well, why well, they won't survive because we're going to have electric vehicles. No, you don't understand. Exxon is just part of their business is the the gasoline business. They're in the business of manipulating carbon molecules. What does that mean? That means the baggies that you, you know, those Ziploc bags that your wife puts your leftovers in, that's made by plastic. That's what manipulating carbon molecules about. Go walk through the grocery store and see how many plastic bottles you see. How many, uh, where plastic fits into your life. Well, plastic's going to go away. What, come back with glass? I don't think so. So don't tell me that big tech is dead. Uh, again, Microsoft just opened our world in, in, in November with ChatGPT, and the effects that's going to have are just unbelievable. Uh, uh, think of your world without the internet. 
Think of your world without the mobile phone. That's what artificial intelligence is going to multiply times 1,000, the effects. And who's going to do that? Yeah, it might be some guy in a garage with his buddy. Yeah, that could happen. But I'll bet you who comes and buys those people, who comes and finances those people. It ain't going to be another Bill Gates and and Steve Allen showing up at, at IBM and saying, hey, we've got this new system that will put a computer on everybody's home. And IBM says, no, we don't think so. We don't think that's going to happen. They aren't going to make that mistake again. And I'm not referring to IBM. I'm referring to Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Microsoft, Facebook, and NVIDIA. Those six people are going to drive your world. And if you don't own their stocks, and if you can't listen to what Eric said and said, holy crap, these people are eons ahead of us. Tim Cook told you that January 2019. And you got rid of him. I got rid of him. I'm buying back. Okay, that's my take. That's my understanding. Why am I why am I picking or why did Eric pick that price? Because he has learned from Mark's swing trading course how to read charts to predict where is the price of Apple going based on the current momentum in the current situation. That's right. Mark Willett is a member of our tribe. Yes, we have a tribe, a group of people who want to learn how to invest, and he is over on our Discord and he runs a swing trade course that taught me how to look at Apple stock and say, where should I buy in? Okay, go to the Discord, go to the link in the description, find Mark, ring Mark up on the Discord and learn, learn from him and come back and learn from me. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.